Well, everyone, welcome back to the Two Dudes Rank Tune Podcast. I just have to say, I have some beef with all of you, and we're going to talk about it today. We are, we're declaring World War Three on every rapper there is. Yep, especially MGK. By, you know, MGK thinks he can get to World War Four, but the problem is he's going down to World War Three. <laughs> Maybe that's why you talk about World War Four. He's like, he's trying to play the long game. Yep, yep, exactly. He's like, well, I lost in round one, but round two. It's all part of his three-part plan. <laughs> but yeah, so we are talking about Eminem's album Kamikaze. Now, I'm going to be honest here, I always misspell Eminem's name. I always spell it Eminem. Eminem. Now, Now, Brad, uh, okay, okay. No, first, first pop quiz question. It's a layup for you. Yeah. Why is his name Eminem? Is it because that's his favorite candy? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, why is it? Because his initials are M and M. Marshall Mathers. Oh, that's right. That's right. I knew his first name was Marshall. I forgot his last name mm -hmm. was Mathers. Yep. Fun fact, did you know that his mother has sued him before for his various raps, he's, disses he's made against her? Yeah, because he literally has written diss tracks about his mom. <laughs> Which, I mean, you know, it's hard to say with with him, like, how much of it is, like, actually he grew up rough and how much is actually just him, you know, being, you know, yeah. Eminem. Being Eminem, yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, there's some interesting tracks here, I'm going to mm. say. There's much to parse. There's a lot to parse. So, my first introduction to Eminem, you know, obviously everyone's heard about him mm -hmm. here and there. I think my first introduction was, <laughs> I saw a YouTube poop of his song, uh, I'm Not Afraid. Oh, is, yeah. it, is that the name of his yep. song? I'm Not Afraid. <laughs> <laughs> it was really goofy, because the music video for that is really goofy. Mm -hmm. And then I've never seen all the mom spaghetti memes. Oh, yeah. Which he since has actually opened a mom spaghetti restaurant <laughs> in Detroit, which you can go visit. That's fantastic. <laughs> which we need to do that sometime. Oh, yeah. trip to Detroit. <laughs> So, but what was your introduction to Mr. Eminem? So, I mean, I had obviously heard some of the stuff here and there, but I didn't really, like, start listening to him until, like, honestly around the pandemic, because I just needed some different tracks to work out with. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, I'm kind of in a rap phase. So I started listening to, like, some of his more common stuff, like um, his uh, uh, Till I Collapse. Yeah, yeah um, I remember that one. I'm not afraid, that type of stuff. But then I asked one of my friends, he won't he won't mind me name dropping him, Brandon Voignier. I was like, Brandon, you are Brandon. a big Eminem fan. What album should I tackle first? And he's like, Kamikaze. Dark Brandon would pick that, <laughs> wouldn't he? Dark Brandon. <laughs> so Kamikaze, this is an interesting one for me because obviously... I don't listen to nearly as much rap as you do. My experience with rap is more like, oh, Hollywood Undead, yeah. or Toby yeah. Mac, or KJ52. <laughs> Some rap rock. Exactly. So this was an interesting album to listen to. It's <laughs> definitely um, my first initial thought. I'm just going to get this right out of the way. Is Man, does he have some issues with everyone he's going to tell you about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, like, um, did, did you have, like, a segment that you were going to talk about, like, the context that this album came out in? Uh, no, I, I, I'll let you tackle that. So basically, um, kind of, starting with Kamikaze is, like, basically, like, wa starting watching a movie, like, two-thirds of the way in, because there's yep. so much context. Cause, like, I know, there's a lot. Because, like, M's early stuff is beloved. Like, yes. everybody is like, oh, I was a 90s kid, I loved his early, his 90s, 2000s oh, yeah. stuff. Like, talk to any Gen Xer and yeah. say that. Yeah, and a lot of older millennials, too. Mm -hmm. Um... But he came out with an album in 2017 called Revival. Okay. And that was kind of universally panned as like, oh, 
M's slowing down, like he's getting older, this stuff is not as good as mm-hmm. it used to it's be. It's the black album of Eminem. Yeah, literally. And so, instead of like going back to the drawing board and being like, I'm just going to try to reinvent myself again, he's like, no. I'm going to clap back at everybody who didn't like Revival. <laughs> and I'm going to... He did end up going back to his his harsher style of like the early 2000s. Yeah. But all of the lyrics are about him single like singling out a bunch of different rappers and the media is like, no, you Revival wasn't bad. You all just weren't smart enough to understand it. <laughs> <laughs> so Kamikaze is just him with this huge chip on his shoulder being like, no, I'm still the greatest there ever was and I'm going to prove it to you. Yeah, I definitely got the sense like he was he was spending a lot of time talking about his previous album. Yep. And spent a lot of time going after all sorts of people. That I guess did they like go after him all these people? Well, or? yeah, like there's just like a large critical consensus of like, oh yeah, like his album's not that great. Revival's not that great. <laughs> it's like I'm not letting this go down without fight. <laughs> like Eminem is a modern day rap Andrew Jackson. He is certainly. <laughs> he's a, he's also like I'll talk a little bit more about this later, but it's kind of funny that he criticizes Trump in this album because yep. he, he acts a little bit like Trump. Oh yeah, in this he album. absolutely just, does. Just a little. Oh bit. yeah, he's he's very reactionary. Yeah, this is a very interesting album. Just just for that fact alone, that mm-hmm. so much of it is referencing other people that you're gonna miss it if you don't understand like who all these people are. Yeah, except for Machine Gun Kelly, which is referenced. I find that hilarious. <laughs> And as public enemy number one for the Two Dudes Ranked Tunes podcast, always fun to see some MJK, M- MGK beef. MGNK. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cipher. It's a cipher. All right, so why don't we get right into the first uh, song. I almost called it record. The first song <laughs> on this record. So, The Ringer. First thing, I think it's kind of fun that it starts with a bomb drop. Yeah, like yep, you just yep. know you're in for some fun stuff. And like, kind of like keeps with the theme of like kamikaze, like stuff is exploding, like it's it's uh, it's rash, like he doesn't care. Yeah, yeah. Well, was, well, my second thought was, I really appreciate the speed that he oh, has yeah. with his bars because I really, really like fast music mm-hmm. so when he goes really really fast i'm like okay i can really get into this. yeah like i'm bumping to this yeah no I, I totally i totally agree with that and um i think that this this song in and of itself does a really good job at like providing the thesis statement for this album because yes. like it's literally what this album is about where he like he itemizes everybody who like has quote-unquote done him wrong and calls them out and is like all right so rappers are all trash there's like three good ones. Yeah. And spoiler alert, one of them spo- uh, featured on this album. <laughs> yeah. Also, I don't like Trump. The Secret Service came to talk to me. Yep. Yep. Did yep. the Secret Service actually come to talk to him? Um. So okay, I'm going to. Because I, I could never tell. I'm like, okay, this guy might just be making shit up. Because like, no, I I remember. I specifically remember like it getting like mentioned on Twitter a, a bunch. Yeah. Because I like... remember he released this song that was about Donald Trump. I actually remember seeing it, and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, like this is pretty cool. Yeah, so he released a song called The Storm in 2017. Yeah. Um, About Donald Trump. Yeah. And um, so some of the lyrics are are like, oh, um, wait, how was I going to start this off? I forgot. Oh, yeah, that's an awfully hot coffee pot. Should I drop it on Donald Trump? Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) But that's all I got till I come up with a solid plot. Uh, Let's see. Skipping ahead. Um... (laughs) I'm going to walk inside a mosque on Ramadan and say a prayer that every time Melania talks, 
she gets a, uh, I'm a stop. <laughs> um, and like, he, he just goes on to say, Trump, when it comes to giving you, um, let's see, when, uh, Trump, when it comes to giving a shit, you're, you're as stingy as I am. So yeah, he sees like some parallels yeah, there. Yeah, there definitely are some parallels. Um, and he said, that's why he keeps screaming, drain the swamp, because he's in quicksand. It's like we take a step forward, then backwards, but this is his form of distraction. Plus, he gets an enormous reaction when he attacks the NFL, so we focus on that instead of talking Puerto Rico or gun reform for Nevada. Yeah. So like, he definitely like straight up like goes against like MAGA slash Trump politics. And he ends the album, the, the, the song with, the rest of America stand up, we love our military, and we love our country, but we effing hate Trump. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of funny that he goes through all this, and then at the end he's basically like, but I agree with Trump, I hate the media. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite lyric was, look, there's an apple. No, it's not, it's a peach. (laughs) What was yours? Um, So my mine was um, that fact, uh, let's see, uh, that fact that I know I'm going to hit the bottom if I don't pull myself up from the jaws of defeat and rise to my feet. Mm-hmm. I like I like that because it, it switches up the flow yeah. back to like the original. I love how he says I'm fed up with being humble. I'm like Mr. Eminem, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Marshall Mathers. I do not believe for one second that you are humble or have ever been humble. I also I also find it amusing that he's actively insulting his fans in the sound too. He's like, no, y'all are just too stupid. Or he uses the R word um, to like to describe like, yeah, you all couldn't understand revival. I'm just okay. There are a number of ways to look at this. I think. It's always a bad look when you insult <laughs> the people who like yeah. your stuff. Like, I don't think it's necessarily they're too stupid to understand. They just didn't like the change, which is they didn't vibe with it, which is fine. I mean, they're not too stupid. It's just you know, yeah. you changed it and they don't like it. Yep. And I'm gonna okay. Beefs within rapping rap is interesting because it's kind of like obviously beefs and personalities. That's with everything in the world. It does seem like it's very much ingrained into rap because from what I've read, obviously rap started in the streets of like places like the Bronx and places like that. Mm-hmm. And Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. Where a lot of it was to confirm your status, you would get into rap outs people where you'd brag and have a lot of bravado and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And it's interesting. Um, and rap also has that element about expressing emotions and, and things that you couldn't normally say in public and also really getting in really deep with someone and telling them exactly how you feel. So I think you can look at it as a positive thing, or you can kind of look at it from a, cynic, a cynical sense and say, well, this is just a Just weird, to get clicks. This is just a way to get clicks. It's drama. It's drama baiting. Yeah. And it's, you can also say it's a little immature for a guy who's, you know... 40. 40, <laughs> almost 50, to still be getting into these spats with, yeah. like... 20 year olds and 30 year olds mm-hmm. it's, it's it's a little cringy and there's also the fact that like the just the rap industry in and of itself is known as being especially catty yeah exactly it's a, it's a little goofy that being said i like this song i gave it a 12.5 nice. what'd you give it i gave it a 17 i think it's a banger Ooh, nice all right let's score that up so next up we got greatest mm. and um okay so if uh the view the listeners are paying attention at home and you've been kind of charting every episode of two dudes rank tunes mm-hmm. i feel like you can start to see some patterns emerge and like to where you can probably get pretty close to predicting whether me or brad are going to like a particular song based yep, on yep. similar like themes and stuff that like we have exhibited yeah and uh brad correct me if i'm wrong but i think that Every time there's, like, a high ego song, that's not necessarily your favorite thing. Um, yeah. I, 
I've, I've the song has grown on me a little bit the more I've referenced it, but whenever someone a singer is just talking about how they're the greatest or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking, number one, I don't really care. Number two, <laughs> you're almost 40 and you're talking about your greatness, how great you are. Number three, to quote Tywin Lannister, any man who must say they are king is no true king. <laughs> like, I think it can be funny yeah. at times. Like, if an ego song really leans into this goofy, chaotic vibe, which some of the song later songs album do, mm-hmm. I can vibe with it. If it's just straight up like <laughs> I'm the greatest, it's like I don't I don't give a best ever do it. F-U-C-K. Best ever do it. <laughs> I will say there is some funny bars in this one. Oh yeah, like <laughs> my favorite was "You better bring more men, men than the, the Latter Day Saints." Oh, that, I love that one. What What about you? What was your thoughts on this song? Um, yeah, I mean it's a classic ego song, and like that's gonna my mileage will vary with how much people vibe with it. I like ego songs usually usually because it's just. I'm a personal trainer, so, like, songs that, like, pump up, like, high energy are songs that I vibe with. Mm-hmm. And, um, my, my other favorite lyric, other than the, other than the LDS one, was, uh, woke up to honkies sounding like me. <laughs> <laughs> one thing I will say is I love how he says I'm too big to respond to it. I'm like, hmm. what is this album? <laughs> what is this album, sir? Yeah, yeah. Like, your name... You are literally clapping back. That is literally what you're doing. Like I have, I have mixed feelings about the song. It's got energy. It's got good energy. I don't think it's as fun as the ringer, but no. I, I get why people like it. Any other thoughts? No, I, I think it's fun. Yeah, but I, I agree that I don't think it's quite as good as the ringer. I give it a fifteen point five. I give it a nine. 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 <laughs> I wonder if we'll. I wonder if we'll have any how dares we might as we get further. I, along. I feel like we could. All right, all right. Let me just score this up while you uh, all right, talk well, about how lucky we are. Lucky you. <laughs> so as we previously mentioned, this is one of Eminem's rap friends that he respects. Yeah, it's one of the few. I'm just gonna say I love the bells at the beginning that oh, brought yeah. me back to you know <laughs> Pathfinder days, which is basically like Boy Scouts for those who don't know. For church. Yeah, for church. Um, I'm just gonna say I really like join how you pronounce Joiner Joiner Lucas Joiner Lucas. I like that this really may, has a different sound to it. And I like, what I like about Joyner Lucas's parts is like, just like Eminem, he varies up like the speed at which he raps, yes. but in a different way to Eminem. Yeah, I really like that. I like, I like how there's uh, this parallelism between the two. You've got Joyner not getting food and Eminem getting all the food and they're both miserable. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I, I love when Joyner says, juice, juice, <laughs> give me the juice. <laughs> Like, I really like this song, actually. Mm-hmm. My favorite lyric was, you play your cards, I reverse on you all, and I might just draw four like Uno. Mine was, all the lean rapping, face tats, syruped out like tree sap. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun book. Yeah, calling out all the face tat rappers, calling out Post Malone. Yep, Post Malone, like, 6 9 like, all those, like, quote-unquote, we're thugs, we're gangsters type of rappers. Yeah, those type where it's like, you have never been in a gang fight. Yeah. You would probably scare, be yeah. scared, and run away. Yep. Which, oh, did it, was Eminem, like, was he, like, hard on the streets? No, I feel really white saying that. Like, like I think that, like, his his story is more, like, focused around, like, um, kind of being beaten around by his, like, dad. Yeah. And, like, there, there's a lot of, like, domestic abuse in his, in his story. Yeah. And obviously a lot of poverty in Detroit and stuff yeah. like that. And, like, a lot of his songs can tackle, like, the cycle of abuse and, like, how he struggles with that. Yeah, which I can definitely see that in some of the later songs. Which oh, we will, we will talk about. We will have much to discuss. What was your favorite lyric? 
Oh, oh you already yeah, said. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, good. What did you rate this? I really like this one. I gave it a 15.5. I gave it a 14. Ooh. Yeah, I just really like the sound of Joiner on this one. Mm -hmm. That one one might be going on the playlist. It just might. For those who don't know, we put the top three songs on each album that we rank, with with the exception of MGK, because MGK sucks. (laughs) We We made a special exception. We put those top three scores, we put them on the playlist. Mm -hmm. And you can follow it at... On Spotify, it's the Two Dudes Rank Tunes Greatest Hits. Oh, yeah. So, Curtis, why can't we just be normal? Uh, why are all these women out here? They're just not normal. So before that, what did you think of the first Paul sketch? Yeah, I was just about to say that. I, you know, I'm just going to say I kind of agree with Paul on this one. I'm like, wait, so you're just going to make an album complain about how everyone didn't like the previous album? Yeah, and I, lo- I love, um, was it was it this one? No, yeah, it was it was this one where he was like, yeah, like, what, what what's the next one going to be? Kamikaze 2, where you respond to the people that respond to this one to you responding to them yeah it's just a never-ending cycle until he's dead <laughs> and he sent from when he dies he sends one last diss track from the grave <laughs> to the whole world yeah it's in it the song is um so i liked the paul part i thought that yeah. was funny mm-hmm. i thought it's kind of like he's kind of being tongue-in-cheek mm-hmm. even though that criticism actually does kind of stick yeah so, getting right into normal, um, so this is a, just about him being in an awful relationship. Yeah, like, and they're both, like, really awful to each other. Yeah, they're both cheating on each other. He Doesn't he talk about one point, like, beating her with a bat or something? Yeah, like, like he busted her jaw, and then she tried to run him over. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's, and, like, Eminem, like, talks about domestic violence, a lot in his albums and then some of it's like a little bit more serious like this and then some of it's just like kind of played up as like more of like a romantic thing sometimes because like the i forget what album it's on it might be encore uh-huh. where one of them's called crazy in love yeah and like one of the lyrics is like um uh it, it's something to the effect of like i beat the shit out of you just like you beat the shit out of me okay I and, will... and it's kind of like played it was like a bonnie and clyde type yeah of thing. so what was your favorite lyric before i get into further thoughts so my favorite lyric was, I'm totally open, hopelessly devoted. And like, sure you are. Sure Mine you was, are. eat a monkey dick wrapped in a feta. <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to say, I feel like, even though it doesn't go quite as hard, this is kind of the beginning of the misogyny in this album. Oh, yeah. And since it seems like Eminem is the main problem here, like he's saying, he openly admits he's going out with other women while yep. dating one, mm-hmm. he's, he's violent, and this is... And while at the same time trying to, like, almost, like, gaslight women in general, be like, why can't you just be normal? Yeah, it's like, well, dude, you clearly aren't normal. You're clearly dysfunctional as heck. Yeah, this song is just... This is... Okay, misogyny is a problem throughout society. Mm-hmm. It seems, from what I can understand, within the mainstream rap world, at least, I don't know about the underground, Yeah, but in the mainstream, there seems to be a really big misogyny yeah, problem. I think that's fair to say. Which it seems like the female rappers are still really struggling to break into the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Whereas, obviously, that was a problem in rock, but it's slowly becoming less a problem. Yeah, and, like, we're making, like, s- like small progress. Like, obviously, there's big female rappers now, like, Megan Thee Stallion, yep. Nicki Minaj, those type of people, and like there's Lil Nas X being like the first like openly gay rapper slash mm-hmm. like he's gonna star. claim no, I'm the first lady rapper. <laughs> those other two aren't ladies like yeah. me. <laughs> Which he's, by the way, I have to say his Twitter handle is hilarious. It's so good. He's just pure chaos. It's like I'm gonna take over Twitter at six thirty as long as you all agree I'm lean and mean. <laughs> 
He's like, just tell me I'm pretty. Yeah, tell me I'm pretty. Uh, yeah, this song, I didn't really vibe with this song. I gave it a seven. Yeah, I gave it a nine. Like, it's yeah. it's not it's not one of my top Eminem songs by any stretch. Yeah. But why can't you be... But I will say, why can't you be normal is a great line, and I'm going to use yep. it. Yep. <laughs> why can't you be normal? <laughs> So, uh, so... <laughs> Let, let's switch to a little bit of a different topic, but first we have to talk about his response to Paul. Yeah, he's just really <laughs> mad, and he's like, I'm gonna drive to your house and beat your head in. <laughs> it's like, oh, look, that's, that's one solution to beef, I guess. I don't uh, know. I guess. Um, it's, it's, it's a... <laughs> uh, my, my only thing I wrote about is, no, I won't reply, but I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> and Stepping Stone, getting right into it, it's... It's kind of a weird song. Oh yeah, this is a weird song, and like, I I wrote um, the chorus voice will not be for everyone. Mm-hmm. I personally like the weird vibes, but I can see how the chorus voice could be grating. Yeah, it was a little grating for me. I was like, what is this? It's kind of weird. I my favorite lyric was, and we got to be men. We got responsibilities. <laughs> yeah. So this song is about. Um, Basically, Eminem used to be in, like, a rap group called D12. Okay. And a lot of drama happened over the years. They actually only officially disbanded in 2018, the year this album came out. Really? So this song is kind of, like, putting the death nail into that group. Mm-hmm. And basically, like, one of the uh, one of the band members' proof passed away. Okay. And so when uh, Eminem is, talk- is talking about, like, oh, yeah, everything changed when proof died. Okay. That was kind of the beginning of, like, the troubles for the band. Yeah. Um, and a lot of drama happened. Like, they tried... Some people tried to go solo. Eminem wasn't, like... He wasn't really um, involved a lot. He was kind of, like, more doing his own thing. Like, his mm-hmm. own solo career was taking off. So, like, this is kind of him wrestling with all of his guilt around that, which I think is really interesting. Yeah. It's an interesting one. It does kind of not feel out of place in this album. Oh, well, yeah. It, I mean... It's it's uh, it's the time old like argument of like, is it better to have an album with variety or one with a cohesive like sound slash? Yeah, theme? yeah. I, I thought taking it at face value because I didn't know the background. It's kind of weird. He's doing all these beefs with people while still feeling bad about how you use people. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of a weird this, thing. It's but like, this is especially personal to him okay. since it's his former rap group. Okay. It's yeah. It's a. Uh, Without again, without knowing the context, it's kind of hard to read what exactly is going on. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of context for a lot of these Eminem songs, but like, who is he actually talking about here? Yeah, uh, I really, I really like the baptism metaphors throughout the song. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite lyric was, "I'm a wash away my sins. I'm a rinse away this dirt." <laughs> <laughs> like, sure, you are. I will give an extra point for knowing the background. I will give it a nine. Nice. Um, couple more points i had was i thought it was a great song about reflection and having to move move forward from people you care about even though they might not have like the same place in your life gotcha gotcha um and another interesting lyric is he admits that he's declining in sales and it's because like there's there's definitely some self-awareness like sprinkled into this album so it's it definitely has an interesting place on kamikaze yeah which i guess makes sense i mean you know he's been around for quite a long time yeah so what uh, score did you give it? I actually really like this this song. I gave it an eighteen. Ooh, ooh, ooh! It's a good song. Ooh, that's a very high score. And may I say, happy yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, it's okay. <laughs> All right, but we are not alike. 
not in any regard, <laughs> other than you know, iPod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's> unplugged so- <laughs> toaster. <laughs> uh, my first uh, point is. Eminem built different? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to say my favorite lyric was, remember when everyone used to buy, bite nickel, now everyone doing Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite lyric was, y'all music sound like Dr. Seuss inspired it. Hiring strippers, prostitutes, and retiring. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say, uh, the, the guy who features on this, Royce da five foot nine, <laughs> is smooth. <laughs> he is smooth. I thought the call out on Machine Gun Kelly was funny. Yep. Quick, keep making comments about my daughter. And <laughs> that's Kelly. I'm talking to you. Oh, and like that the 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 lyric where he says, "Let me put an effing silencer on this little non-threatening blonde fairy cornball taking short shots at me." Fairy, <laughs> <laughs> blonde fairy cornball. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> this song kind of sounds like a meme. Like it has that memeish yeah. sound. It's catchy though. Yeah. What score did you give it? Fifteen. I gave it an eleven point five. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, it grew on me. At first, I was like, I don't really like the song. I'm like, oh, you know, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Brad, what did you think of the eponymous song, Kamikaze? Oh, uh, this song was funny. This song <laughs> was really fun. Um, <laughs> crash into everything. And crash into everything. Like, I'm just going to tell everyone what I told Curtis. Like, I saw this mental image of him flying an airplane into a toilet while saying, crash. <laughs> like, my first thought was, I love the goofy backing instruments. Mm-hmm. And my favorite lyric was, wedgie in my underwear, the whole bed sheet and the comforter stuck up in my rectal crack, kiss my disrespectful ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, this is, this is, I love the really irreverent sound to this, because this is very similar to his early stuff. Like, his Marshall Mathers, like, album. Yeah. Um... And uh, I love what he what he's like fack on everyone. Mm-hmm. I love he just says fack yep. instead of the real F word. Yep. That was funny. Yep, he dro- he drops twelve inches of wood. Mm-hmm. I love smash. <laughs> like it's just such a fun song. Oh, it's super fun. This one's a, it's a goofy one. I really like it. My favorite quote was. Which is why I identify with the guy who I was invented by, Dre's Frankenstein. Because Dr. Dre is the one who discovered Eminem. Yeah. And this one, one reason I like it is that it's more tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. Like, when they, whenever they get a little too serious up their own ass, I'm like, Yeah, eh. it's like, like, this is an ego song, but it's a silly ego exactly. song. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's the best way I can put it. So I gave this song, unless you had more to say about nope, it. go ahead. I gave it a 16. I gave it a 16 as well. Ooh. Ooh, nice. Perfectly in sync. Perfectly in sync. We need a catchphrase for when we're in sync. Hmm. Hmm. Should be something goofy. Uh, we must respect the local customs. We must respect the local customs. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Key and Peele reference. Look it up. It's an amazing yep. video. So now let's talk about fall. So fall, um, I love how it just starts with them saying, you know, people have been talking about me. Maybe I'm going to say something back. <laughs> maybe, like, maybe I should start talking about them. It's like... Mr. Eminem, <laughs> sir, sir, you have been talking about people your whole career. <laughs> like, this is like the most Trumpian of yeah. them. Oh, yeah. But that being said, I like this song. I like how poppy it is. It does have a good fun pop vibe. Like, it's definitely poppier than any other song in this album. I really like the beat in the background. It really, like, beats. Mm-hmm. That's I, it. That's as hardcore musical analysis as you'll get really out of me. Beats. <laughs> I, my one of my favorite lyric was, "But all the hate I call walk on Watergate." <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Um, and my favorite lyric was, "It's because you worship D12's balls, you're sacrilegious." <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Which is a fun callback to Stepping Stone as well. And I like the. To me, this 
this uh, this song is like Eminem's inner monologue about like the pressure he's feeling while making this album. Yeah, because like don't fall on my face, like don't screw this up. And uh, I think overall he delivered what he wanted to deliver. Yeah, I thought it was an okay song. Uh, I do think like Paul's criticism fits more and more the further you get into it. Like the "Don't Fall on My Face," I think that 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 adds just enough variety to mm-hmm. it. I can see why some people wouldn't like that. Don't fall on my face. face. Don't fall on my, my face, face good. Don't fall on my face. Oh boy, yeah, I gave the song a ten. I gave it a nineteen. Ooh, that's a high score. All right, why don't you lead us into the next one? Oh the, man, the next guy. Alright, so these last three songs are going to be interesting. Um, so, Nice Guy, my first thought was, this song is dark. Mm-hmm. And it's mixed with, like, sound and, like, vocals that seem to be intentionally abrasive. Yeah. Because it's like, um, oh, what does, what does the woman say? Um, you're such a, you're such a nice guy. And then it's like, sigh, yeah, and you're like, ooh, this is rough. Yeah, this is a grating song yeah. to listen to. Like the voice of the woman, I think her name is Jessie, is really grating. Which is weird because it's a lot better than the second song. Yeah, I don't really. The lyrics aren't very good. Like no. this is like some twelve year old kid on Xbox stuff. Yeah. Like I just didn't really like the yeah. song at all. I feel like this song um, just is a worse version of normal. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not that great. It's just, ugh, I really don't like this one. Mm-hmm. I did not have a favorite lyric, even. That's how bad I did. My like favorite this lyric one. was, "You say you sleep alone, but your bed is king sized." <laughs> okay. It has a really dark ending. It does. Um, I gave it a one. I really didn't like this song. <laughs> I gave it a seven. I thought it was like unspectacular. Yeah, it was. It was, it was just okay. But now we gotta talk about good guy. <laughs> Ooh boy. Um, yeah, this one's, uh, this one's, uh, how the kids would say, problematic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think my first thought from this was, Eminem is profoundly unhappy. Yeah, he's really miserable in this. Like, mm-hmm. there's, it's, it's a cool transition I'll give from mm-hmm. nice guy to good guy. Um, it's a better song, but let's be real, this song is really misogynistic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I kind of get all the criticism people have now towards Eminem and mm-hmm. the modern, modern mainstream rap. Um, my only favorite lyric was, pull a Vincent Van Gogh just to convince a damn hoe. Yeah, yeah. And, like, a lot of this is talking about um, Eminem's ex-wife, mm-hmm. Kim. Ah, uh, yes, the one he always talks about. Yep, and there is a lot of history between them. They were married from um, 1999 to 2001 and... For a brief stint in just 2006. <laughs> That's funny. So there's there's a lot there. And yeah. Do, like, and yes, she was seems to have been very abusive as well. Does not justify anything he talks about in this song. Yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not cool. Yeah. I didn't really like the song. I gave it a five. Yeah, I gave it an eight. Um, and I, I thought the most interesting lyric was, but I'll let you say that you're a good guy. Okay. Okay, Mr. Eminem. <laughs> but now, let's end it on a funny note. Let's talk about... <laughs> this song is hilarious. Oh, yeah. My first point is, you're loser, Eddie. <laughs> that movie deserves this song. <laughs> it does. I love they got Eminem to come in for yep, this. Yep. And the fact that it's like, 
it's a clean song, so he just says, piss off, screw you. Yeah. Like, just like the movie, the song makes no sense. Mm-hmm. But I will say, in terms of, like, just flow and, like, musically, like, the non-Venom parts of this song are actually, like, fairly solid Eminem fare. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest, Venom is my favorite lyric in this one. Venom! <laughs> <laughs> it, it's definitely the most memorable. What was your favorite lyric? Slim be a combination of an actual kamikaze and Gandhi. <laughs> Slim shake. <laughs> I'm sure he's, he's a peaceful man. Oh, yeah. He's a man of peace. And my, my last point was, this song will never not make me laugh. Yep. that's It's a hilarious song. I gave it a 15. I gave it a 12. Mm. Alright, so let's score them up because it looks like we'll have to do some tiebreakers. Let's see. Oh, multiple tiebreakers. Okay. So let's just talk about the two main tiebreakers. Um, so we got Kamikaze at number one, and The Ringer at Lucky were both tied at 14.75. Ooh. So, okay. Regardless of anything else, that's the top three that's going to make it in the yes. playlist. Yes. I kind of like The Ringer a little bit better. Yeah. I, I like Ringer better. Yeah. And next we got Fall, 14.5. No. Venom and Stepping Stones both tied for 13.5. Not alike, 13.25, Radus 12.25, Normal 8, Good Guy 6.5, and Nice Guy 4. Okay. So, I mean, I feel like most of the songs on this album are solid. Yeah, there's definitely some, there's definitely something here. So let's, let's talk about, what, Curse, do you want me to start or you to end this off? Um, you go ahead and start. Okay. Alright, so starting with the pros. I think Eminem has good bars, good rhymes, and great speed. And I can also really appreciate the humor, and there's some hilarious disses here. Now for the cons. This album is just filled with diss after diss after diss. And yeah. I'm like, do you got anything else to say? <laughs> like, you sure hate Trump, but you sure talk like him. Secondly, of course, the album has a lot of misogyny. Uh, his use of the R word is a little, little yeah. questionable in, in, in music. Especially in 2018. Yeah. And okay, I'm just going to say, Ego obviously plays a big role in the big rappers. And I personally think... Singing about ego is an art, but it's not a high art. Hmm. It's not a high art. Now, you can dress it as best you can, but it remains sort of vulgar art. And I fully get why it's there. Most rappers come from impoverished backgrounds, lack of support, so you use arrogance as a way to cope. And, well, yeah, that, and, like, you just have a huge chip on your shoulder. Yeah. However, explanation doesn't equal justification. Saying that aside, I recognize that the album itself isn't really my cup of tea, and the genre itself isn't really my cup of tea. But I can see why people really like it. You can see the quality. Yeah, and I, there are songs I really like on here. And I do get kind of tired of some of the same topics that come up. But I think it's overall it's overall an okay album by my estimation. What, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I really like this album. I uh, I think that it's a good it's a good introduction to Eminem because like there's a little bit of everything. This is basically like Eminem's like, immortalized, to use mm-hmm. a disturbed... Um, parallel to it since everything comes back to Disturbed on this podcast. Oh yeah, everything does. Um, because you have his silly stuff, you have his darker stuff, you have like his problematic stuff, mm-hmm. you have like his weird stuff in the case of like Stepping Stones Yeah. to where like um, if someone was like, hey, like would I like Eminem? I would say listen to Kamikaze and if anything strikes you on there, then go from there. Yeah. But if you don't like anything on Kamikaze, you're not going to like Eminem. Yeah. So I think I, I, I like this album. Um, I, it's got a lot of what I consider bangers in um, Fall and, let's see, Stepping Stones 
and The Greatest, and The Ringer, I think, is one of his best written songs of all time. Yeah, I'd say for me it was Ringer, Lucky You, and Kamikaze are my three favorites, Mm -hmm. which, I mean, those are funny and they have speed, so that's why I really like about those. So what is, so overall score, this is a tough one for me because I think... I went for more of a middle score, because I think that accurately reflects both the quality of the album and my own feelings about Mm -hmm. it. So I went with a 67. What'd you give it? 80. 80. Nice. So actually, 67's not too bad for hate month. No, not too bad. That brings it to a 73.5. Does that tie it with anything? Nope. Oh, thank you. So a 73 point what? 73.5. All right. So... 73. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with it landing in the 70s. Yeah, it's definitely what... It's, it's, you know, I didn't... For all the talk of hate month, I didn't hate this. There we go. Now there were some songs I didn't like. <laughs> so, um, from bottom... Or let's go from top to bottom. Yeah. All right, we have Asylum, mm-hmm. Indestructible, Great Wolf, Somewhere <laughs> on the other side of nowhere, <laughs> Brave Enough, yeah. Tie between As Daylight Dies and Notes from the Underground. Yeah. The Great Heathen Army. Yeah. Hotel California. California. Post-Human Survival Horror. One X. Kamikaze. Ooh. With a 73.5. Underneath One X with a 77. And above Omens with a 68. Yep. Uh, Supersonic Songs. Planet Zero. Oh. In Loving Memory. Monroe. Nightmare Revisites. Revisites. <laughs> I'm not changing it. Nope. And mainstream sellout at the bottom with a 10. <laughs> I love it as a score of 10. And that's what it deserves. I'm glad it fell right below 1X. Because, you know, I'm quite the fan of 1X. I do like me some 1X. Alright, so we already know what we're talking about next time. But for yep. those who don't know, it's going to be the new Disturbed album. Yep. We're taking an official break from Hate Month. But don't worry, we'll be back and I've got one oh, special plan. It's going to be a spicy finale, that's for oh, sure. Oh, it's going to be. Now, it might not. I might. So, I've got a few ideas. Mm. So, okay. Uh, first of all, we're going to be reviewing the uh, Sir Album Divisive. But for the final album, you know, I'm, I might be thinking of giving you a devilish choice. Oh, no. <laughs> Where all I'll do is I'll just read the album names uh, and you have to pick one. You must choose, Spider-Man. <laughs> choose. <laughs> Let's die <laughs> suffer your oh, eardrums. Suffer the children. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for joining us. It's been a great time. Thank you for joining us for Hate Month. And stay tuned for Disturbed next week. And once again, I'm Bradley Cooper. And I'm Curtis Stay Cooper. ranking. Rank.